Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 890, for Wednesday, or Saturday, September 16th, 2023. This is the BGG Pageviews edition. Uh, first of all, my apologies for being absent for a while. The last episode, the September 9th episode, came out. I think on September 9th, and at this point we are a few weeks removed from that. It's been very busy, but uh, even though these will be dated for the correct date, I'm going to be releasing them pretty much one day after another, hoping to get our 1st of October BGG Top 10 edition posted at its normal time. So, back to back to back to back episodes. So again, this episode is for... September 16th. Down one spot to number 20, Frosthaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephala Fair Games, with 15,444 views, a decline of 101 from September 9th, the previous week, or that's six-tenths of one percent. It's also about 900 more than the previous week's number 20. Entering at number 19, The Art Project. Art here is an acronym, A-R-T, by Florian Suret, Benoit Turpin, Vincent Dutrait, and published by Lumberjacks Studio and Hachette Board Games, with 16,172, about 700 more than Frosthaven. Down 6 to 18, Brass, Birmingham, by Matt Tolman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games, with 16,619, about 450 more than the art project, a decline of 14%. Back down 1 to 17, Nucleum, by Simona Luciani and David Turchi, published by Board and Dice, with 16,676, 57 more than brass, a decline of 3%. Entering at number 16, East India Companies, by Pascal Ribro, published by R&R Games, with 17,482, 800 more than Nucleum. Climbing three more to number 15, The Witcher, Old World, by Lukasz Wozniak, published by Go On Board and CD Projekt Red, with 17,814, about 300 more than East India Companies, and a healthy gain of 14%, or 2,200 more than it had the previous week. Well, after a couple of weeks back in the top 10 at number 8, tumbling back 6 to number 14, Dune Imperium, by Paul Denon, published by Direwolf, with 18,243, about 400 more than The Witcher, and a big decline of 22%. Vaulting 15 positions from 28 up to 13, The Castles of Burgundy, the special edition, by Stefan Felt, published by Alia and Ravensburger and Awaken Realms, with 19,472, 1,200 more than Dune, and a gain of 57%. That's 7,000 better than it had last week. Inching back down 1 to 12, Spirit Island, by R. Eric Royce, published by Greater Than Games, 
with 19,573. 101 more than the castles of Burgundy, a decline of about 4%. Ending a seven-week run back in the top ten and falling from nine to eleven, Arc Nova by Matthias Vigge, published by Capstone Games with 20,872, 1,300 more than Spirit Island, a decline of 7%. Uh, there are four new entries in the top ten. Falling out are from 9 to 11, Arc Nova, from 8 to 14, Dune, Imperium, from 4 to 24, The White Castle, and from number 1 down to number 33, Nar, marking the 68th time a number 1 has missed the top 10 altogether the following week, the last time being Expeditions, five weeks back, in early August. Our first new entry is a debut at number 10, Planta Nubo, by Mikal Mike Keller, Uwe Rosenberg, and Andreas Ode Odendal, published by The Game Builders, with 22,560, about 1,700 more than Arc Nova, and about 600 more than last week's number 10. The setting for Planta Nubo is growing energy-rich plants in treetop gardens. Mechanisms include action drafting, contracts, and tile and worker placement. The only one of our four new entries that is a returning game is back at number nine after about three months away, charting for the fourth time, The Isofarian Guard, by Eric Bitterman, Sean Creighton, and David Janchik, published by Sky Kingdom Games, with 23,033, about 500 more than Planta Nubo, and about triple what it had last week, where we're sitting well outside the top 50. The Isofarian Guard is a co-op, cooperative, narrative-driven adventure game for one to two players, the setting being the fictional world of Isofar, quote, a wild land severe in its beauty, unquote. The second printing is up on GameFound, or was when this list was prepared with, quote, new and updated content. Down one to number eight, Heat, by Asger Harding Granarud and Daniel Skilled Pedersen, published by Days of Wonder with 24,557, 1,500 more than the Isofarian Guard, and a decline of 3%. After leaps of five positions the last couple of weeks, climbing three more, so from 20 to 15 to 10 to 7, Terraforming Mars, by Jacob Vrixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 25,988, 1,400 more than heat, a gain of 18%. Down one to number six, Age of Innovation, by Helga Ostertag, published by Capstone Games, with 26,950, almost 1,000, more than terraforming Mars, and a decline of 16%. Climbing one to number five in its second week back in the top ten, Terraforming Mars, The Dice Game, by Jacob Vrixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 28,986, 2,000 more than Age of Innovation, a gain of 7%. 
Down one to four in its second week in the top ten, Rats of Wistar, by Danilo Sabia and Simone Luciani, published by Cranio Creations, with 30,514, 1,500 more than terraforming Mars, the dice game, a decline, though, of 11%. Losing one spot for the second week in a row, from one to two to three. Voidfall, by Nigel Buckle and David Turchi, published by Mind Clash Games, with 39,582. 9,000, more than Rats of Wistar, and a decline of 16%, which for Voidfall means it's lost about 7,500 views. That leaves our top two positions open for two debuts. First, at number two, Civilution, by Stefan Felt, published by Deep Print Games, with 43,947, 4,300 more than Voidfall. According to the publisher, Civilution is, quote, a medium-heavy to heavy Euro-style game that utilizes a dice selection mechanism to trigger actions on a tech-tree-like structure, unquote. That might be enough information for you, plus it's a Stefan Feld game. But debuting at number one, Apiary, by Connie Vogelman, published by Stonemeyer Games, with 65,151 views, 21,000 more than Civilution. The Board Game Geek blurb says, quote, Hyper-intelligent bees take to outer space to build, explore, and grow, unquote. It's a worker placement game with exploration and technology and 20 unique factions. And uh, here it debuts at number one because, as is often the case for Stonemeyer games, they are typically announced on a Wednesday. So that means that they get a full week's worth of buzz and exposure. And so that's, they, they do well on this list a lot for that reason. So this is from, obviously, again, from three weeks ago, if you're listening to this on the day it's posted. Uh, but this September 16th, 2023, uh, Board Game Geeks, top 10 page views, uh, I busted the outro. Well, anyway.